Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Guten Morgen again, my darlings. Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Luke Ball's here. All right. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And Pete Donaldson. I've got a on the go. Another World Cup day, and it's a juicy day today, ladies and gentlemen. But before juicy. we talk about that, Blatter is back. He's touched down. He's in Russia. He was at Portugal versus Morocco. He was smiling. He was loving the media attention, and it's not good to see. No, it's good Sir. because, again, as I said before, <laughs> and as we've all agreed, motion passed. You cannot keep a good man down. That young buck, that young buck will revolutionise the game. He just wanted a chance. Didn't he also say something like it was great because it felt like it was my World Cup? He did. Yeah. Loving it. Loving it. He sort this of went, is not a bazaar. It's the World Cup. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo fuming. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that old uh, old Blatzy uh, essentially got off the plane. It was like arms wide open. Yeah. yeah Pete, I did this. Pete, any thoughts on Blatz? Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just glad he's still with us. <laughs> he's, a, he's a man of advancing years. He is. Um, <laughs> but his, his predecessor, I was well, one say, of his predecessors, Jao com- Havelange, he yeah. made 100. Yeah. Yeah. Blatter's comfortably with us. We know what yeah. FIFA presidents are like. <laughs> and he's not going to phone ahead. No. And he's only, how long is his suspension? Something like six years left or something like that. He'll be back. Do you know what I'd love? North it? America. That's his World Cup. Do you know, <laughs> do you know, what, I, do you know what I think would be amazing? Because we've, we've got this debate going on about... Cristiano Ronaldo growing a goatee because mm. of Lionel Messi posing with a goat and the greatest, yeah, all, time. greatest of all time. I'd love it if the camera just cut to Blatter with a goatee, pair of sunglasses on, 
pull this shirt open. Goat. Yeah. yeah. He did have a pair of sunglasses on. Yeah. So you sort of, he's a step towards what you want. Yeah. So he, what his life is like. Oh, man. I bet he eats some lovely food. What is it, Marcus? What's your favourite quote about Chuck Blazer, who was another member of the FIFA executive committee? Uh, yeah, the, the deceased Chuck, Bla- Chuck Blazer, of course. It was something along the lines. I can't remember which journalist, uh, but it was he would move from feast to feast on a, on a fleet of mobility scooters. <laughs> yeah. Was that Andrew Jennings, perhaps? It might have been him who said that. I, I mean, it, it would be fitting. If it's not Jennings, forgive us. Pete, there. that gives you an insight into what it's like. And okay, he's not, okay, and by yeah. the way, Blazer, that, not even the main one. Was he no, not on a mobility scooter yeah, and the FBI yeah. nicked him? Yeah, yeah, that's right. People, and, um, people who eat such good food, I sort of think, I can't eat a bad sausage without taking a, a Zantac antacid. You had, you had, you had, you had <laughs> two after the World Cup party, you told us that. I did have two sausages, but I also had, a Zant- I had, two, had two Zantacs. So. Didn't you wake up with one at one point recently did, as yeah. well? What, a sausage? I've, I've gone, yeah. gone bad sausage crazy, guys. Oh, Morning glory. Sorry, guys, just purely before the, the Chuck Blazer being arrested on a mobility scooter. <laughs> that, I mean, and before people think we're mocking the disabled, he... He's on a mobility scooter because he's, ate, he's eaten so much yeah. food he can't walk. I mean, yeah. well, he was, uh, but he, he was but, so but, much on the gravy train that he had an apartment for his cats in the Trump Tower, didn't he? That's right. That's right. And he, but the couple of weeks before he was arrested on his mobility scooter, there was a photo put out of him. I think it was Halloween. And he was dressed as a Jedi warrior on the mobility <laughs> scooter with a, with a lightsaber and everything. We're in good Chuck, hands. Big Chuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in See, good this hands. is the thing. Blatter turning up has just reminded us of all that stuff. Yeah. FIFA said they had taken note of his visit to Russia, but confirmed he hadn't done anything wrong. Presumably the word yet has is he, yet to be added. Has he inspired Cristiano there? Yeah. I would say so. Because Morocco were a good, were, a, were, were the better team, I would say. Oh, they're out. Harvey yeah. Renard's out after two games. He's gutting. You it can really hear the heartbreak in your voice. Yeah, I think that uh, I think as it uh, Michael Cox on Twitter said, Morocco could end up being one of the best teams at the world. You know, in recent years at World I, Cup to finish think, with zero points. I think we'll be saying the same about Peru, like about this time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, well, but Peru is still. What have they got? Uh, France today. We'll talk about them in a bit, and obviously Australia. So they might get a point. They could. I mean, you yeah. would. You would think Peru, They'd the way they played against point, Denmark, yeah. they would get. They would get but a I'll point t- somewhere. I'll but t- Morocco, they they shouldn't be going out after two games. No, but whether they go through the group or not, but to, you've got to go into that third game with something to play for. And I, I yeah. really am gutted mm. for them. You say that, Marcus, and I, I've, I've sort of enjoyed watching them. But they they didn't really craft a lot. They were great until the final third. They looked dangerous on the flanks, but yeah. they got the ball inside, and then players were just slashing at the ball. There was there, there was no focal point there. There was no one that was actually going to going to score them a goal. Oh, that's right. I think, I think yeah. they played very well and I'll say they were the better team. They were the better team over large parts of the pitch. I think Jim's right but... Um, Just think about... Oh, but the Cristiano... And it is a shame because I think I think um, they have the potential and I thought they looked good and I, I rate the manager. I think I think they had a bit of a tough a tough group but that's the way it goes in the World Cup and we've seen Egypt go home as well for, mm-hmm. for similar reasons. So, But a special mention for Cristiano Ronaldo and that goal. I mean, that goal he scored there, that is like a proper, that was like a proper 1980s, like out-and-out striker, stick your head in where it hurts type goal. And I love that about him. I love the fact, and we could talk about him and Messi until the cows come home. We can talk about Messi being an artist and Ronaldo being more efficient and all the rest of it. You don't have to mention Messi. No, but uh, I don't. I've chosen to. (laughs) But, But what I love about Ronaldo is it almost... No goal is beneath him. Mm. He'd take any goal. Yeah, but he yeah. learned that. It was um, at Manchester United. And I think it was uh, Rene Mullenstein, mm-hmm. ex-Fulham manager, who taught him that the problem for Ronaldo, with Ronaldo at the time when he was, I don't know, 18 or whatever it was, he said, you're trying to hit 
the top corner every single time. You were trying to score the perfect goal every single time. And Muhlenstein actually, I think they stayed behind in training for a bit. And he said, you need to learn to score scrappy goals. You need to just stick it in the back of the net sometimes. Stop trying to be all fancy. Mm. Be a little bit functional. And the fancy stuff you've got in your locker anyway, that will come. Just learn to score and and do all these things. And you're right, Luke. No Mm. goal is beneath him. He will gobble up absolutely anything. And do you think that the the Morocco defence would regret giving him a little bit of space in the box for a corner. Oh, big time. <laughs> but the thing is, he had to go and seek it out. He had to go and get it. He did. It, it was, was, it was, he had to throw himself at it. I love the fact that he's back on top of the goal-scoring yeah. charts. It was like, how First dare you? How yeah. dare you pull level with yeah. me, Dennis? <laughs> yeah. But, you, you know, with, with, there's a lot of chat around Portugal and around this, are they just a one-man team type? type bit? I thought um, Moutinho was, like, was decent. They're and, not a one-man team. because they've, everyone they've else, good players. Because other people do the jobs. True, but but there there are obvious weaknesses in that team. Now I know they held very strong against Morocco. Morocco asked a lot of questions of them. But what Jim touched on there is right: is that they're what I think that it's easier to to, to answer those defensive questions against a team like Morocco, who are almost like all show and no go. Really, well, Portugal can be got at. I mean, oh, Spain, did, Spain did score three goals against them, lest yeah. we forget. From Spain, open play as well. Yeah, and Spain are obviously a, a, a brilliant side, so, you know, take what you will there. It's only the second game. True, Pete. <laughs> Pete, will you shed a tear for Harvey? Uh, he already is. Not as, many as, uh, not as many as Marcus, but I think uh, the team did themselves great credit, and I think they're everybody's mm-hmm. fifth favourite team, because there are a lot of kind of underdogs in, this, uh, in yeah. these groups. I know, I but I mean, look, as you say, Ronaldo becoming, uh, the, 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 you know, only one man has scored more goals at international level than him, Ali Dai, of course, of, uh, of Iran, 109 goals. And also who also went on to play for Southampton, of course. It just, <laughs> we can't. And perhaps Ronaldo, uh, who knows well, what he'll do in the twilight of his career. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo is now 7-4 to four with Bet365 to be the tournament's top mm. scorer. Now, he has played more games than a lot of other players in the tournament at the moment, uh, at the time of recording. But £10 will return £27.50, including stake, should he top those charts come the middle of July. Yeah, I think, I was going to say, that I think the saddest thing for Morocco is that they have put in decent performances in, in both games, but they've not given anyone anything to cheer. Yes. There's not, there's not been a moment. There's, there's, been, there's, been, there's not been a goal, is there? Yeah. No, which, no. Is, which would be my worry for Peru, who we'll mention later. But that's absolutely right, Jim. You know, had they have lost, say, 2-1, at least you've got a goal to celebrate, mm-hmm. a, a meaningful goal. Uh, yeah, but it's getting... But, you know, I, I thought that they played well, they, they were quick, they won the ball back well, and, and that is a, a Renard side. Yeah. You know, he's got them well organised, but just that bit of quality up top. Well, the Iran, basically, it. the Iran game killed them. Yes. It, when they saw that they were getting a group with Portugal and Spain, they would have feared the worst, as I said yeah. before. But playing Iran first was a bit of, a, um, a bit of an olive branch for them, mm-hmm. bit of a chance. And although they were arguably the better team in that game as well, they got beat. And, and, yeah. and that's, that's essentially that. I mean, well, the World drawn, Cup is very unforgiving. Absolutely. But had they have drawn, that would still be, be very hat. unlikely. But you've still got something to got play for. Yeah. And, and it's a shame. But who knows? They might, what did you think of, uh, they might end up in the Europa League. Yeah, <laughs> that Arsenal spot in the Europa League. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of, um, of, of Pepe's, Pepe. uh, that vicious assault on Pepe? Yeah. Uh, Pepe's 36 now, and I didn't <laughs> think we'd get any more for the highlight reel. So I'm <laughs> yeah. just delighted there's a little, uh, you know. I think he's 35. Right. But the, he, the, stand, he, he, the point still stands. He's yeah. older. Is he wiser? No. <laughs> is he wiser? No, he's, he's a shit, but he's a paper thin shit. Yeah, like he will if he gets touched, he's gone down. I yes. think what, if we, in the interest of fairness here, chaps, he's old and therefore he's more brittle. <laughs> <laughs> His pain threshold is lower. Yeah. Because he's he's had a fall there. Yeah, yeah he's taken a fall. He's like one of those. You know those. <laughs> you, know those you know those infomercials where uh, in America where someone's opening a cupboard and all the cans fall, fall out. She's gone. Oh no! Thanks, Obama. It's like that basically. It's basically. <laughs> that's, that's Pepe's professional career now yeah. 
Definitely. And yeah. he's, he's alongside Font as well. Together, <laughs> they're, I mean, they're, I mean, unbeatable. Russia are stealing all the old man headlines, but Portugal <laughs> yeah. are, are slipping under the radar there. Yeah, they really oh. are indeed, yeah. Uh, but let's move on to Spain. So before we move on oh, to Spain, sorry. can we get confirmation that Pepe's going to be fit for the next <laughs> game after that? After that? <laughs> I should, well, who knows? He, yeah. I think it was more of an impact injury. It was. So, it was. so he should clear up after in a few yeah. days. I've heard he's gone for a run in the woods. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey. What? Leave our Gareth alone. Uh, hey, right. PD, leave Gareth alone. <laughs> Uh, Spain laboured to a win, didn't they? Mm. They yeah. got the win, though. Um, Costa, very fortunate with that goal. Yeah, but that's the thing with Costa. They all he's just a big, busy bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he <laughs> gets in there he and he makes is. stuff happen. And, and he, he celebrates annoys it. everyone. He celebrates it the same way Luis Suarez celebrates it. it if, if oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. You, if, you, if you took a clip of like Diego Costa and said, right, match the celebration to the goal... Every Costa celebration, it would, you'd feel like it was a 30-yarder. Yeah. Because he celebrates it yeah. like it's, it's but the I like best it, goal it's, ever. it's like a school bully that's going, ah, <laughs> yeah. get in. in your face. There he's not a... celebrating for him, he's taking the piss out of I you. Remember... <laughs> yes. There is a bit of that, but then there's also a bit of, he's just enjoying every moment. Yeah. Because someone like Diego Costa, who knows when it could end, when he goes absolutely mental and decides that football's not for him or something like that. Oh, I think yeah. he decided that some time ago. <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah. But they keep him around because it's fun. When he was at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. It, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a terribly exciting first half. No, it was a game. very, very drab first um, half. Kirosh set Iran up to defend in numbers. It's it's. Uh, fair to say they didn't give Spain much space at all uh, and Spain it was odd to see them not resorting but they were playing a few long passes never mm. just lumping it of course that's not Spain but that's because the, spa- the, the space wasn't there for them you know and Kiros set them up well and they had the win behind them so they could do this they didn't have to chase uh, the win of course and, and Kiros still has his head because Roy Keane didn't rip it off mm. yeah that was yeah. Right. Roy Keane is Roy Keane now got to the stage where he is Thinking, what do people expect me to say now? <laughs> mm. I'm going to say it because I'm worried. I'm worried that he's now so self-aware. It's a bit of a Hasselhoff situation. Do you think yeah. he's a bit more self-aware because of Bilic being next to him? Maybe. I think maybe <laughs> ITV are trying to play them off against each other. I bet they've got like the most uncomfortable chair they could possibly find. Yeah. For the, the thing that make him irked from the, the thing, off. The thing that's really sad about it, um, that Jim is, is yeah. I think it was yesterday. There was a bit of a laugh in the studio. We've got Ian Wright in there. He's having a great time. Yeah. Who's and, basically dressed as a clown. Yeah, yeah. Fact, like are you, Pete I made the point earlier that they, they probably sorry it wasn't Pete it was, it was cameraman Sam made the point that they've probably deliberately dressed Ian right up in those shirts so it goes mad on social media mm. and I think he chooses his own clothes I think he chooses his own you clothes think? I think so yeah I think he, he doesn't yeah. normally dress dress like that having worked with them before I think he yeah but it's the World Cup though I think yeah he I guess to, so maybe mm. right but my point I was just going to make out. about Keane is that um, the reason I'm talking about this self awareness thing and almost the point where he's become a parody of himself. It happens to Alan Hansen later in his career in a slightly mm. different way, and it's definitely happened to David Hasselhoff. For some reason, that just springs to mind. Yeah. When they get in on the joke, they know what but people ho- think of them. David Hoff hasn't Hasselhoff hasn't pundited on a World Cup for the for the well, not as yet. for a while. <laughs> no. Knockout stages. Yeah. Uh, when but, Germany get through. But, with, but anyway, <laughs> just to, this point about Keane, there was a bit in the studio, I can't remember what they, what they were talking about, but they were having a good laugh, and everyone started laughing. Like Pugach was laughing, Ian Wright was laughing, Billich, mm. and I think Patrice Evra, mm-hmm. who is a, is a character to say the least. Um, but Keane was sat there and you could tell he really wanted to laugh but he was like stopping himself laughing yeah. he was just sort of smirking and there's no way he was that was like a natural thing for him to do I think it was almost like people expect me to be Roy Keane here mm. I need to be Roy Keane I can't laugh and throw my head back and have a great time and I thought that was a shame yeah. well to be honest it, well you know it's very much like Ian Wright's shirt you need that point of difference if you're in a crowded marketplace you need a USP mm. and that's Roy Keane's yeah. being it, a miserable bastard it's, it's going to be like five or six pundits on each panel and then yeah. you're going to cut to eleven more at the side of the pitch yeah. and then one in a blimp and then yeah. one on the international space station <laughs> yeah. so they'll get a line each and like, now they're Gar- like so solid crew it's yeah. ridiculous <laughs> it's, it's the st- US- they start there going 
Well, they're, they're letting in girls now, so I mean, yeah, that's, what he's <laughs> that's even more yeah. And they're really much better than us, and now I'm Welsh. Hello. I'm Roy Keane. You say I'm from Newport, fuck off. <laughs> uh, would you say the USP of the uh, Iranian goalkeeper, uh, Bayrenvan, I think it's pronounced, um, was, was time-wasting and uh, being injured at every given opportunity, or feigning yes, injury? Yes, I, I think by your loaded question, the answer is yes <laughs> yeah. there, Marcus. But Tunisia were doing that against England. Thank you for elaborating on that, Peter. <laughs> Tunisia were doing that against England, and yes, you they did were. hear us complaining about <laughs> it. But you, but you know, <laughs> he I, was being ridiculous, like Kiros has clearly said to them, yeah. at any given opportunity, slow their game down, <laughs> run down the clock. And all it was shithousery, but... Against Ramos, Pico and Busquets, I'll forgive it mm, because yeah. they've spent their life doing that yeah. at admittedly a higher level, but doing it nonetheless. <laughs> and, and, you know, oh, he's v- taking his shit house to a higher level there. Very quick- <laughs> he really has shit house at the highest level possible. Very quickly, Spain have shown they can be got at, I think. They, they won the game. They, had obviously, they needed to win the game. They had a huge amount of possession, as you'd expect. Mm. But there were a few occasions where good players, I'm thinking, talking <clears> Bush, <throat> and not just good players, world-class mm. players, in their, certainly in their time. Yeah. Busquets, Iniesta, yeah. they were getting caught in possession yeah, against, yeah. against a young, quick, uh, determined team. And, there are, and obviously there are better teams than Iran in this tournament. Yeah. So it makes you wonder what's going to happen when a team like, if they get drawn against perhaps Russia in the second round, who have been similar in their energy... Um, what that's going to be like is fascinating. Bags of energy. Loads right. of energy. Yeah. Loads yeah. and loads and loads of energy. Let's yeah. not fall into that trap where um, everybody just goes, what? Oh, talks about energy and stuff like that. And, everyone, and we all know what we're talking about. What are we talking about? No, no nothing. Sorry. Right then, let me move on. <laughs> um, Iran nearly scored before Spain scored. The, the commentator went, it's in! Yeah. I, I think it was one of those moments. There's where... been a few moments like that. I don't know what it is about the design of the goal nets. Suarez. But we've had about two or three goals that look... look very much like they're not, the they're not goals they're not goals and Iran's, Iran's um, offside goal they celebrated that for the longest time yeah, as, I did I, as did yeah. I as did I yeah that was gutting wasn't it yeah. it, gutting. it was because if it, it, I think I think well I certainly forgot how much Spain needed the win because mm. you sort of I thought to myself oh well they've, they've got a win under their belts because yeah. they're Spain I thought oh had they ever drawn that game? Obviously they didn't, but had they ever drawn that game, they'd have been two points behind mm. Iran and, uh, and Portugal mm. going into the last game, which is certainly what they wouldn't have wanted, but they did get the win. But there was a wonderful nutmeg on uh, PK, wasn't there? That was very enjoyable. And Taremi nearly powered in the header from that cross. You know, Iran had moments. Yeah. And a funny throw-in routine towards the end of the game, which I'm sure we that were was, Yeah, that was a bizarre one. Mm. That was one of... That, that was, that's surely destined to live on highlight reels for, <laughs> yeah. for years and years to come. It was... It was he he didn't set it up properly to the point of when he finished the, the somersault, he was still about four yards away from yeah. the touchline. Well, so it, it, it wasn't that. Time. It was just that there wasn't enough momentum. It wasn't quick enough. Steve Watson used to do that in Newcastle, and he mm. could he could get it for miles. It does because it increases your. It does, yeah. It increases oh, your yeah, throw sure. exponentially, yeah, yeah. but he just muffed it. Why did he right sack it off then? Why don't you just try it again? Because he did it wrong. Because he did it wrong. Yeah, yeah but, but just try it again. Yeah. Otherwise, that's the only way yeah, you're going to save face. If you're going to fuck it up, you're going to do it after that, aren't you? Yeah, you probably just bottled it. Um, <laughs> it, bother, it bothers me that Spain might not wear red in the group. They're called Furia Roja, the yeah. Red Fury. Yeah. It's the best. It's one of the best nicknames in world football. Samurai Blue. Samurai Blue. Samurai yeah. Blue. Obviously, the um, the indomitable new... lions. Many African ones. Yeah. But yeah, and um, Morocco wear red as well, don't they? So what, what's going to happen? Well, one of them will have to wear it in a way. It could be Spain. Exactly. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't like it. Have, have a look at the fixtures, Jim. See who's at home. Um, um, before, we, before we move on, <laughs> by the way. Just... No, because, no, because if, if Spain are at I'll home look now, Jim. I'll turn around for another look. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what... <laughs> Spain are listed as the home team. There you go. Red. So you're all right. They might get red. Good. Um, um, before we move on, despite everything we said about Spain, they are still nine to two second favourites to win the tournament. Mm. Ten pound with bet three six five returns fifty five pound, including stake. I've not been massively convinced by them 
I haven't seen him in that second game. Mm. Yeah, but the first, first game, though, they were first game, they were very good, yeah. All right, well, Iran need a win against Portugal to go through. And on the evidence of that game, you'd say that Portugal are going to have to be at the races. Yeah. God, imagine if Ronaldo... Carlos Quiroz. Imagine if Ronaldo scores another couple of goals, <laughs> they the lose 3-2 and, and go out, and he still remains golden boot winner. <laughs> could <laughs> happen. He would take be, that. That would be peak Ronaldo. Could he that would happen? take that. Could happen, couldn't it? Well, if not, if, if yeah, and I mean, you're, you're suggesting that Harry Kane won't score a hatful. That's mental. Yeah, exactly. that I, I did like that. B- like the BBC thing, a tweet was going around where it's like uh, uh, Harry Kane should go for the golden boot. That's literally his fucking job, right? Yeah, yeah. He, should, <laughs> he should be scoring as many goals as he possibly Harry, can. Also, yeah, exactly. That's essential. <laughs> I was going to yeah. not bother to be honest. Yeah, yeah. he'll have thought of that, won't he? <laughs> yeah, that'll be on his mind. But, do you reckon? Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I reckon Harry Kane. What is this golden boot you talk about? <laughs> but can, Pete, I can't word it. Did you enjoy Harry Kane's two goals against Tunisia, Pete, uh, the other night? <laughs> what do you mean? I just want, I'm just asking the question. Uh, I didn't enjoy his first one because I punched the ceiling. I hurt my hand. Yeah, because earlier on you were. You but were, you did enjoy it. You didn't enjoy your celebration. Well, actually, on both goals, the second one I lost my glasses on the floor, so I was a bit worried that my backup glasses were going to be smashed. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed Pete, the goals. is it fair to say the, that you've got a lot of energy? The malaise. <laughs> is it fair to say that Pete found something to get annoyed about by saying there weren't enough screens in the venue? <laughs> <laughs> that was Pete's takeaway from one of the most mental nights ever. All right, look, let's not talk about Pete's takeaways, OK? Yeah, well, listen, uh, let's, not that time. Sausages. let's have a break, <laughs> and then in the second half, we're going to talk about Uruguay and Saudi Arabia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Simunic, I'm certain, was yellow-carded earlier on. And Graham Paul has forgotten about it. Oh, memory lane. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Graham Paul. Love that. Welcome back to the World Cup Rambles. One's by Bet365, everybody. Graham Paul, excellent stuff. Uruguay beat Saudi Arabia 1-0. Oh, couldn't take my eyes off it. Um, <laughs> Shut up. Saudi Arabia out of the World Cup. Uruguay will join Russia in the last 16. Saudi Arabia's performance was, I mean, you could say much improved, although Uruguay... Mm. Should have won by more. More, really. more possession. More possession. Yeah, funny one that. It just felt like Uruguay knew they would only need one, so just had a bit of a rest once they got it. Which you can sort of understand <laughs> yeah. if you're that confident mm. with uh, with with how the game is going, and that confident that Saudi Arabia aren't really going to 
trouble you. Which yeah. I, I mean, I always think you've got to get the second, but it's an interesting one. I always look at this thinking if teams are better than the teams in front of them, surely they should go for comfortable wins to boost morale to find that rhythm. But maybe that's naive. Maybe maybe it's yeah. of more value to save energy. Well, I think you should. I think you should get the second, and if the third's there or whatever. I mean, yes, I would tend to agree with you, but. Suarez has looked a little bit leggy. One or two of them have, I suppose. I, I don't think they're all looking around going, right, lads, let's just take it easy now. But there's some, a little bit of psychology comes into it and mm. you can kind of just go through the motions on, on the pitch. Another goalkeeping error, this time from a different goalkeeper from the one yeah. uh, in, in the first uh, game, of course, against Russia. So, yeah, they've not had too much luck. But Suarez got his goal on his 100th appearance for Uruguay, but not inspiring stuff. But he was given a bit of treatment from the Saudis, yeah. though, wasn't it's it? It's going to happen, though, isn't it? It is going to happen, but it was good for him to score because the frustration mm. if we remember from the first game and that's a little bit worrying for other people that Suarez has now scored and we all know what a, yeah, what little, a little battered unlock. sausage he is you absolutely know. He's, I think, a, he's a little dog yeah. <laughs> Cavani needs a goal too but he'll, I think he'll take it in a stride a bit more there's an interesting thing in the commentary I didn't, I didn't know this but um, Suarez and Cavani's dad played yeah, together that was lovely in Uruguayan football and they're, they're, only, they're like a week apart in terms of their ages yeah. and they've been playing together <laughs> since they're about nine years old I, I love that. that it's great I, I, I did hear that I thought that's absolutely delightful that's fantastic. The, my, the, my dad's better than your dad. My son's better than your son. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 flip it's over. No, um, it's, it's, they're, they're together. It's, it's, that's the best piece of Uruguayan football trivia since the Diego Forlan piece. Do you remember that bit? Which one was that? Diego Forlan was all destined to become a, a tennis professional player. tennis player, yeah. but oh. decided that he's got a disabled sister oh, and he wanted to right. provide for as much as he could and he thought the best way of doing that was earning much better money being a football player. Yeah. So oh, he just yeah. became a football player. Brilliant. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. It's mad. It's it's nice a, choice. Is it a bit like MC Hammer, nearly a baseball player? Came was he really? I didn't know that. I think it was the Oakland A's or something. Gavin was, uh, Rossdale of Bush fame was on the books <laughs> at Chelsea. Well, and Matt Smith, who played Doctor Who, was a very talented youth player at Leicester City, I think. Oh, right. And uh, Gordon Ramsay never stops talking about football or nearly making it as a footballer. Really never really played for Rangers, but said no. he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gordon Ramsay. Um, going back to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> yes. Um, the, the, the stuff you guys have talked about about how well they played, and, and obviously I mentioned they had more possession. It's similar to a couple of the other teams we've seen so far in this World Cup, namely Morocco and to an extent Iran as well. Whereas it, it feels a bit like they can they can be energetic and they can press and they can hassle. And to a certain extent, that the technical level is much higher than maybe a minnow in a World Cup mm-hmm. 16 years ago or whatever. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. But of course, the hard part is actually putting the ball in the back of the net. Absolutely and right. if, if you haven't got one of those, Iran haven't got that. Saudi Arabia, although they had a really high scoring guy in, in, in qualifying, it's a different level now. Mm-hmm. Morocco definitely don't have that. No. Um, you would argue a team like Tunisia don't have it either. I know they scored a penalty, but... No, really, but they don't. That's yeah, so that. that's really looking like it's going to be a theme throughout this tournament. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that's why it was a shame, such a, a, a double shame for, for, for Mo Salah, because... Double shame! <laughs> you know, because, because Egypt, uh, you know, qualified well. But they did have that player. Mm. And of course, it, it was taken away from him a little bit. And, and it was a great shame because... Apparently, Mo Salah has sent a message of support to Gareth Southgate. As in, in the, shoulder, the shoulders <laughs> union. Yeah. Was it, uh, Sergio Ramos, was he in the woods at the time? Can we get confirmation? <laughs> Gareth Southgate and Sergio Ramos in the woods is not a rumour you want to start. <laughs> no, no. It is like a Netflix series, doesn't it? What, Gareth, I Gareth goes running in the woods. Well, well, I, I, I ex- by Ramos. I expect a 10-part Netflix documentary series to get to the bottom of it. Find yeah. out next week. Mm. Yeah. What, I, what I find interesting was Gareth Southgate said he was on for his personal best for a 10k and then a friend a friend of mine who used to go to the same school as gareth southgate said that apparently i think it's in crawley uh, in would it be east sussex uh, yeah one of the sussex so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Near Gatwick Apple. yeah 30 years on or however long since southgate's left the school he still holds some records for uh, some of the achievements of athletics and stuff there yeah. there's a guy in <laughs> this is 
He's still trying to break them. Pretty unrelated. This is a, there's a guy who um, is, I think he's in, in the draft, the NFL draft recently, and uh, he um, broke the record for the 40-yard 40, 40 dash, which is what I do at the, at the yeah. NFL Combine. And I, I looked him up on Wikipedia, and I can't remember his name, but he also has like the state record for the 100 metres, the 200 metres, the 400 metres, the long jump, the high. It is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wouldn't be surprised if top-level footballers have these athletic... Um, athletic prowess and other areas as well. I spoke to Matt Taylor, Pompey legend. Oh yeah, and we're going to do a special with him. Come up, bring it out later in the summer. And he said when he first realised he would become a footballer, a professional footballer, he got chucked into the 800 meters at his school, um, having never run it before because they were short or something. And he won it by an absolute streak. Hmm. And he thought at that point he thought, do you know what? I think I could be really good, a really good athlete here. And mm-hmm. that's where he doubled down, became another, uh, became a footballer because he had already been released from a club at that point. Right. So okay. I guess it can it can work and out that way. Who's clocked the fastest run so far at this World Cup? Who? Cristiano Ronaldo. Is it really? Is it yeah. really? At 33, 33 years old. Amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Amazing. Yeah. Who's, who's got the distance record? Uh, oh, do you want some emails? Yes, uh, please, Peter. Peter. Actually, and also, speaking of Ronaldo, before we go on to emails, his, the, the leap he did in his celebration oh, yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. He's got that as a look at the one. He's Six feet high, he must How big is his locker? It's quite big. Yeah, it's, well, it's got a it's lot got of his hair for trophies. All his hair, it's all his hair products. Just it? extensions. <laughs> I've never seen an extension to a locker. Yeah. Uh, Peter, give us an email. Weird thing to say. Sam says, uh, <laughs> hi guys. Just I'm suggesting that he's got a big locker and he keeps needing to yeah. have it extended. Can we yeah, get it? Yeah, 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 the image is still straight. Okay. Sam says, hi guys. Uh, just a comment on the Nobby Solana Peruvian trumpet class. I've lived in North Therabee since 2004 and upon hearing the Nobby story from Wednesday's Ramble felt confused as to how I'd never heard of the trumpeting class at the time. Because of this, I asked friends and family living in the village, and after, admittedly, after a very brief amount of research, can conclude this story is bollocks. Oh, what? Oh, no I just way. thought I'd because the Nobby story somewhat annoyed me due to it being completely made up, Sam. Sam, you're bollocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Extend that, this locker, no, Sam. It, Shut up, you bollocks, Sam. Well, if, if that's the truth, then it's good that he reported It's not the yeah, truth, it's just that he did not dig deep enough. It's 1v1, yeah. we, need, we, need we need a decider. You don't talk about Trumpet Club. It's like a um, <laughs> listener-assisted referee. Yeah. It's LAR. Cas- <laughs> Casper <laughs> uh, Porsgaard says uh, watching the Uruguay versus Saudi Arabia match today speaking about uh, Diego Forlan a bit earlier on uh, I was suddenly overwhelmed by a profound longing for Diego Forlan as my thoughts drifted I seem to recall him taking in swinging corners from the right corner flag with his left foot during the World Cup 2010 could this really be true or is my mind playing tricks on me if any of the Ramble gentlemen could confirm the story for me I, could, I would be grateful I think he definitely did I've got no clue no, Sorry, and that is quite that. a specific memory <laughs> I know right that? what was that again Diego Forlan taking left-footed corners from the right corner flag in World Cup 2010. Ten. Yeah. Why Why would anyone remember that? How has that email got in here? I like why? that. I, no, want, I want to know that. that. I want to get to the bottom of that. I want to get to the bottom of get the Nobby Solano yeah. uh, thing. Uh, Akshay says, uh, hello, guys. I, I thought I would look into how absurd it was that England had scored uh, two or more goals in a World Cup match or hadn't scored two or more goals in a World Cup match uh, in, since 2006. Since 2006. Uh, during this period, Serbia and Montenegro have scored more than two goals during this period, despite the country not existing. <laughs> <laughs> Germany has done this ten times, followed by Netherlands with nine and Brazil eight. Eight teams have done this more than five times, with 22 teams having done this multiple times. Bosnia, Paraguay, Ecuador, Costa Rica, Russia, Japan, Serbia and Montenegro have all scored more than two goals in a match during this period. Blimes. Wow. wow. Blimes. Well, this, this Just is... shows how insipid England have been. Thank you actually we've hit rock bottom and now we're climbing back up again Absolutely. and you look better watch out if that email was from a non-englishman i don't want it in here again no <laughs> do you want an email for an englishman there was a guy on twitter the other day who who messaged saying uh unsubscribe to the ramble till the england song stop 
The England songs? Yeah. What, were you singing England songs? Well, on the show we were doing like... Vindaloo! <laughs> Vindaloo! How's he going to know? I think he was an Irishman. I see. Oh, yeah. Well, sod yeah. him then. Not yeah. because he's Irish, just because he's miserable. And Well, because his, his country aren't represented at the World Cup. Mm. And that's not our fault, Marcus. <laughs> no, <laughs> is it? It's Tierney's hand. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, what I find quite funny about um, some people uh, who are from... Some people. For, who, who perhaps live in countries that are situated very close to England. They get really annoyed if an Englishman shows a bit of joy if England do okay. And it's kind of like, no, yeah. it's okay. Marcus's no, no. mask is slipping. <laughs> Show yeah. at thefootballramble.com. <laughs> Marcus, I think you're forgetting that we are unconscionable twats. Yeah. In the main. We are nightmare men. Marcus, historically. It's Marcus, what our society is founded on. Marcus, Pete hates himself. Yeah, I was no, no, no. I hate Englishmen. <laughs> in which you are one. I wish I yeah. am one. Have any more Only emails? Only by a couple of months. Yeah. Any more emails? Could have been born in Fife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you keep asking, Marcus. He's just going to carry yeah. on. Uh, no, we'll move on. You weren't really pleased with the emails I brought you, so I'm, 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 I'm pulling back. We'll move on to today's fixtures, yeah. shall All we? right, then. Denmark versus Australia gets, uh, gets the day I'm underway. I'm not that excited by that. I think Christian Eriksson's going to get a kick in. I mean, that's my only reaction for that. Well, From Yedinak, specifically yeah. Yedinak. Australia did well against France. They did, France Jim. is better than Denmark, so by that logic, it might be a draw. Three draw. draw. A draw, yeah. yeah. See that. Okay. okay, France versus Peru. I'm excited for that Come one. Come on! Because, do you know what? We spoke to Andy Brasslon on the continent yesterday, the episode On The Step yesterday, and he said that he felt that... Um, France would learn from their mistakes mm-hmm. and that he felt Deschamps would make a difficult decision to drop Mbappe or Dembele or one of these sort of really bright young players mm. for Giroud because he thinks that um, they just, they're just a much better team with Giroud in it uh, with Griezmann playing off him and that's what they need to do. Yeah. Um, of course, difficult thing to do for a manager. Easier said than done because you've got some of the world's most expensive players in your, in your team and mm. some of the world's most exciting young players. But if France um, slip up against Peru, having not made those changes, I think Deschamps will be under a huge amount of pressure. Yeah, well, but I would love to see Peru do it. I, I think we all would, um, you know, the whole underdog story and so on and so forth. But I mean, Giroud, only Thierry Henry, Michel Platini and David Trezeguet have scored more goals uh, for France than Giroud. And his goals to games uh, ratio is the same as Henry's. He's so so I know what you mean, Deschamps you're trying to play fantasy football and get everybody in there. Yeah. But actually, the, the, the facts and stats mm. back up our old uh, Olivier. And he's right for this game as well. This is going to be a bit of a battle and France need mm. to show a bit more. It's going to be a bit more physical, you would think. And they mm. need they need Giroud, probably Pogba to stand. Oh, I don't and, think and, and height, and height well. more than anything else. I don't think it'll be more physical in Australia. They were not very think, physical. But, but I think it Peru, will be more of the same. Peru are not a very tall team, so they no. could exploit but that. They're, but they're, they're mm. almost... They're, they're very... Um, how would you put it? They're sort of they buzz around. They're, they're, they're difficult. I think they're a difficult team to play against. They're very unlucky in their first game. They are, yeah. They're six to one to beat France with Bet three six five this afternoon. Um, so ten pounds on that will return seventy pounds, including stake. Mm. Should they upset that French apple card? Well, the, the French press have been very critical, as you would imagine, of their side. Raphael Varane said to them while he was being grilled by some journalists, "If you could be a bit more positive, that would be cool. <laughs> very <laughs> that reasonable. Would be, that. that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that uh, with every." Uh, big nations sort of game as we move into the second round of fixtures like England's performance looks a hell of a lot better yeah. you know, yeah. I think so Pete and do you know what's interesting there's a bit of positivity I think that's right and, and do you know what I'm never not positive Belgium played Tunisia <laughs> the day before we play Panama mm. and if Tunisia give Belgium a real run for their money yeah. that England-Tunisia performance will look a lot better yeah. it'll look like we really dug it out against a tough rugged team who mm. were determined to stop us what if Belgium win 3 or 4 nil? but they're good aren't they so <laughs> It's a, it's a win-win for us. It's a win-win. <laughs> if that happens, I'll just end up on Sunday saying that Belgium are a great team. Yeah. Don't worry, I've got it all squared away. All right, good man. Yeah. Um, but the, the Peru manager, Gareca, said that they're going for the win. 
He said, we are used to being the underdog, to living on the edge. I think we can beat anyone, and we know how to handle ourselves in extreme situations. We wouldn't like to see Peru go home, would we? Certainly no. not. Guerrero, Gu- uh, Guerrero could uh, start now because mm. they say he's fully fit. So uh, He looked very, very good. Yeah, of course, looked... a lot of Peruvians can't go home because they sold their houses. To be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long journey home for them because yeah. they don't know how they're going to do it. They, but, they better uh, leave now, actually. But we wish them luck. Argentina versus Croatia, tasty. This is, tasty. Yeah. This is the game of the, day, of the day, and this is also the quote of the day. <laughs> this is absolutely this is exactly what the World Cup's all about I love it are you talking about the San Paoli quote no I'm talking about the Dalic quote this um, is Croatia's easiest oh, game sorry, of the group yeah, 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 he, believed... he said this is Croatia's <laughs> easiest game of the group loving it yeah, but his reasoning was because they've already got three points and because Argentina are a big opponent yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, do, do you Is he think talking he's... about in terms of motivation? Well, maybe. Like we, we've got three points already. It must so be. It must it's not be. the end of the world if we lose, and we wanna, we're going to be up for this. Well, a, a win would uh, all but see Croatia through. A win yeah. is a must for Argentina. Yeah. I mean, all eyes will be on Messi, of course. Uh, Messi, do you statistics and all? Messi reportedly ran less than any outfield player who completed 90 minutes in any of the matches during the first yeah, round of games. Yeah, surprising to me because he seemed to be on the ball all the time. It yeah. just feels like they're going to make a bollocks of this, doesn't it? Yeah. It could well be. Well, before the tournament, because <laughs> we, we've we mentioned about is, is Messi picking the team and what's going on on all the chat there. Sam Pauli, the manager, said before the tournament, we're at the point where Leo is untouchable and Messi's vision is more developed than ours. It's mad. I mean, it's a manager shouldn't mad. say that. No. They're Pete. wasting this generation. What's that smile for Peter? I just think it's funny. Did, like, yeah. that, that we all regard Messi as being really sort of pleasant and kind of, he just lets things wash over him, but he's actually a real shit. Well, not necessarily. Well, this, this whole little dictator thing is going yeah. away. Is the idea I think he's he a behind-the-scenes the shit. Yeah. Mm. Do you yeah. think? Ronaldo's a lot more on this with his shithousery, <laughs> isn't he? Well, do you know what? Um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's no denying there. Um, my, my very good friend, uh, Nicholas, who lives uh, in Mendoza in Argentina, said that uh, there was a documentary in Argentina uh, so I just really enjoyed that peek behind the curtain. That makes you sound very suave. Yeah. Yes. My good friend Nicholas from Mendoza, yeah. <laughs> who you call Slappy. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We all do. We all slappy. Do. That's Slappy, isn't slappy. it? Well, thanks for making me sound like a knob. They've been listening for thirty-four minutes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> my friend, my friend who uh, manages my import and export uh, business yeah. and uh, Seychelles. Hey, if you like him, if you like a good Malbec. Yeah. I know the man who can sort you out. Yeah. It's a man called Slappy. Uh, I'm not getting, I'm not yeah. getting wine recommendations from a man called Slappy. Well, you're, a, you're, lives, you're an absolute mug. Wine in the bottle is there. not what the wine on the label. I tell you something, you, Marcus. Pete, Pete drinks wine out the bottle. Don't worry about it. Just carry on. <laughs> um, you've moved on to a bottle, have you? Yeah. Well done. Plug well it up with discarded Be- batter. Better Save than a box. Yeah, not pouring it on the pavement and then licking it off like you used to. Um, <laughs> he said that uh, you did it. Um, in this you documentary, there was uh, older Argentinian men uh, talking about uh, Lionel Messi and then they started to compare Maradona and Messi. And uh, the rough translation was, Messi is the Argentinian we want to be, humble, quiet, respectful, self-confident and trustworthy. Maradona is the Argentinian that we are. Loud, brash, outspoken, uneducated, arrogant. <laughs> Which is quite delightful, I think. Um, but do so, you, do you, have you and seen... with a weird selection of duty-free on his private jet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have, you, oh. have you seen enough of Croatia, Marcus? I think they can beat Argentina today. Yeah, I think they can. Don't forget, it's our best bet. Over Ooh. three and a half goals. Our Jeez. best bet, bet three, six, But the five. thing is, Croatia can sit back. They don't have to go for the win. And... If, if you're the type of if you're trying to chase a game, you don't want Modric and Rakitic just no. knocking it around there. Mm. You don't want to have to go after them and really try and press them because then you're going to leave the gaps. 
I've and really, Mandzukic I, is a, we, we know he can put the ball away we talk about some of the the, uh, the African and the Asian players. size but they've, they've got a bit of quality in there um, I'd really want Argentina to be a ward of the penalty in this game as well just to see what happens see who happens. takes it yeah, yeah I, agree, I do agree with that yeah. I would quite like that yeah so uh, marvellous stuff well, very much looking forward to that one there um, we've mentioned Gareth Southgate oh uh, in the England camp Loftus-Cheek rumoured to be starting against Panama, uh, against Panama. yeah Deli Ali's got a slight yeah. I've I, I got a feeling that um, because it's Panama and because England should beat them they didn't show much against Belgium um, I think England might bring in Loftus-Cheek I think they also might bring in Rashford mm-hmm. I think they might bring in Rose as well I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised to see three maybe four changes actually mm-hmm. in that game I, I genuinely yeah. I think I think there might be and I think England with whoever they pick should have enough to uh, to do the business yeah exactly but that's days away We've a Sunday lunchtime an awful lot of football Ooh. to play until then so there we are ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble this World Cup of course sponsored by Bet365 my name is Marcus Speller Luke Moore, thank you very much. My name is still Luke Moore. His name is Jim Campbell. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Pete Donaldson. Bless you, brother. My my name's Kevin Keegan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.